Right now, scientists estimate that every second of every day, our planet absorbs as much heat as 10 Hiroshima-sized atomic bombs. The oceans have held most of that in our lifetimes. Right now, about 90% of that, so you don't notice it as much, but now we're seeing these heat blobs all around the world, the ones we just talked about uh, in the southwest uh, there, which have been holding for, for weeks, almost 40 days. Ah, uh, CNN. Spread the panic. You know, it's never too early to panic, I've found, I've discovered, because I watch a lot of the cable news. Well, happy, happy Tuesday to you, and welcome once again. I was uh, sharing an extraordinary story from Space.com about the cannibal coronal mass ejection that devoured dark eruption from sun and will smash into the Earth. Today, Tuesday, July 18th. And I, from this moment on, uh, from this moment on, I'm living in a, in a state of abject terror. I can't tell you how frightened I am. Two coronal mass ejections have combined. Coronal mass ejections. Uh, here at the Chris Plant Show, we call them CMEs. We call them CMEs. Two coronal mass ejections have combined into an enormous cloud of magnetized plasma. I love magnetized plasma, don't you? That is forecast to hit the Earth on Tuesday and potentially trigger a strong geomagnetic storm. Not a geomagnetic storm. wonder how this is going to play into the election of 2024. A cannibal coronal mass ejection. A uh, really a coronal mass ejection <laughs> birthed from multiple solar storms, including a surprise dark eruption. As, uh, as normally happens only to teenagers, is currently on a collision course with Earth and could trigger a sizable geomagnetic storm on our planet when it hits on Tuesday, July 18th. Now, what exactly does this mean? It means that uh, our entire electrical grid could be shorted out and the Internet could shut down forever and never come back, which it might be the best thing for humankind, for all of civilization. But that remains to be seen. I'm, uh, I'm ever the optimist. Now, now we we're uh, talking about this this morning because that's what we do. We talk to each other and uh, stuff. And if you call in today, you're going to talk to Jeff Wolf, who's, uh, who's on the uh, phones today. And, and Jeff, Jeff uh, contributed to the conversation. He said, well, you know, this sounds like the Carrington event, Jeff said, because he's a man of science, a man of uh, many talents. The Carrington event, I said, yes. He said the Carrington event of 1859. I said, really, this sounds like the CMEs and all that? Sounds like the Carrington event of 1850? Yes, it does, he said. Well, well the Carrington event, which uh, I was not entirely familiar with, of 1859 was the most intense geomagnetic storm in recorded history, peaking on the 1st and 2nd of September in 1859, when the Democrats still had their plantations and slaves and you know, before the Republicans came along to take them away from them. Uh, during Solar Cycle 10, I always called it Solar Cycle 10 anyway, it created a strong auroral display, you see, uh, that was reported globally, that's the aurora borealis, the north and the south, and caused sparking and even fires in multiple telegraph stations. You know, we were pretty primitive in 1859, uh, compared to today. And we had telegraph stations, of course, 
and they had wires running from one place to another, and they had batteries, I think, that, that uh, powered the uh, telegraph stations. But the geomagnetic storm caused sparking on even fires at telegraph stations. That's how intense the geomagnetic storm was September of 1859. The geomagnetic storm was most likely the result of a coronal mass ejection. See, that's a CME again. you got to keep your eyes peeled for these CMEs. Uh, from the sun colliding with Earth, Earth's magnetosphere. Our magnetosphere was, uh, was uh, uh, assaulted by the CME. And we're looking at one today. The geomagnetic storm was associated with a very bright solar flare on September 1st of 1859. It was observed and recorded independently by British astronomers, the first records of solar flare activity. Thank you, patriarchy, because the patriarchy was uh, observing this and taking notes and, you know, white guys in, uh, in Britain in 1859. A geomagnetic storm of this magnitude occurring today would cause widespread electrical disruptions, blackouts, and damage due to extended outages of the electrical power grid. See? And uh, now, Space.com is telling us that uh, because the CME is taking place on the storm on the, on the uh, surface of the sun right now, uh, which we know about. Why do we know about that, Michael? The patriarchy is absolutely correct, because that's how we know about that, because the patriarchy, for which I know we're all very, very grateful for the patriarchy, most definitely. Uh, and and uh, the patriarchy has done all kinds of good stuff for all of us. So uh, on July 15th, uh, we're, uh, we're, uh, a second faster CME was launched from the much larger sunspot, and they've numbered and labeled the sunspots the sunspots AR3363. This is uh, back to today now, because they're watching the sunspots. They've identified them. They've labeled them. Uh, they, you know, the patriarchy are watching the activity on the sun so that we can anticipate events here on Earth. But if this this storm uh, off of the sun, uh, which is scheduled to hit the Earth today. Uh, causes major electrical disruptions. And in fact, the story uh, from space.com says that radio signals could be disrupted uh, by this event, thanks to the CMEs smashing into the Earth, cause geomagnetic storms, disturbances to our planet's magnetic field, trigger radio blackouts. So, you know, usually we're responsible for our own radio blackouts, I've noticed, when, when we go off the air. It's usually our own fault, uh, but we got that going for us. So that's uh, that's a great story. And this was all this was all begun today because the New York Times has a big story by their troll Paul Krugman: why we should politicize the weather. I have always responded to discussions about the weather uh, with uh, this phrase: "Well, I think the great ball of fire in the sky might have something to say about it." You know, because the great ball of fire in the sky which we commonly refer to as the sun, you see the sun, the great ball of fire in the sky, has, uh, it's, uh, it's a pretty incredible force in our solar system. In fact, we call it a solar system because the sun is at the center, and it's a giant ball of fire burning like mad, and all kinds of stuff is happening there. It's, uh, it's amazing. Yes, it is. So today, if you notice any uh, geomagnetic storms or... 
uh, disruptions in the radio. It's probably because of CMEs, you know, coronal mass ejections, fast-moving clouds of magnetized plasma and solar radiation that occasionally get flung into space alongside solar flares, and it could affect us, right? And how do we know that? The patriarchy, that's how. You're welcome. And uh, let's, uh, let's go on to the Democrat anti-Semites. Um, and uh, these, are, these are more anti-patriarch uh, people, aren't they? They want to smash the patriarchy. Who is that lady singer who has a baby with Elon Musk? Is she a singer? Is that what she is? That was uh, talking about how she loves the patriarchy a couple of weeks ago. Grimes. Grimes is her name. That sounds like part of a name and not an entire name, uh, but her name is Grimes. And does she identify as her and she? Uh, because I certainly don't want to offend anyone and their gender preferences, uh, but maybe I do. It's not that, you know, I remember when, uh, you know, I'm offended almost every day. I, I was at the, uh, the uh, Newsmax program yesterday, and uh, we were sitting on the set, and a group of us, four conservatives, one liberal self-described, and... Um, and, uh, and people are uh, talking about, oh, the, you know, the death threats. It was like comparing death threats. Uh, and, uh, and it was almost amusing. But only one person was really upset about it. And, uh, and I, I don't want to say who. The, uh, the, uh, but everybody sitting at the table talking about, because you know, you're public, you're involved in politics or political things. And so people become angry and they lash out usually on the Internet or emails or they call and leave anonymous voicemails or something. And some people uh, really reel from that and other people just shrug and say, well, it's just people being angry uh, and lashing out because there's a lot of that going on now. But you shouldn't pay too much attention to it. Am I right? Yeah, of course I'm right. So we got that going. But uh, yeah, this uh, Grimes person who said she she was doing an interview with a leftist naturally and uh, and uh, the leftists said, well, I'd wake up every morning to smash the patriarchy. Yeah, good luck. Uh, what, does that mean there will be no electricity when you're done? <laughs> no medicine, no clean water, no communications, uh, because just a couple of things. But uh, that's, uh, that's great stuff, great, great fun. And I do want to get to the, uh, to the racist, anti-Semite-Democrat member of the House of Representatives, which is just fine. Did you grab that Grimes thing? Because we got this this uh, woman who just goes by the one word uh, name Grimes. Her name is Grimes. And um, the left is very angry with her because she did an interview where she said uh, she likes the patriarchy. And this uh, she sounded kind of like me, which is maybe why I, I found the whole thing amusing. But she was doing a, an interview with an angry African-American woman who wants to smash whatever she thinks the patriarchy is, right? And she's a musician, Grimes, and she apparently had a child out of wedlock with um, Elon Musk, right, uh, according to reports. And, and uh, so this, this angry person was interviewing uh, Grimes for the International Music Summit in Ibiza. We were in Ibiza uh, last uh, couple of weeks ago on our annual sea cruise. My best girl and I were, uh, we went and climbed up to the fort and the church and uh, stuff, then went to the beach and had some cocktails and things. But uh, she was the International Music Summit 
It's a summit, not a festival. In Ibiza, sounds much more governmental, doesn't it? Spoke with BBC Radio 1's Jaguar Bingham. She goes by the name Jaguar Bingham uh, to close the keynote, keynote interview. Do you think that's a real name? Or is that like her porn name or something? Uh, partway through the conversation, the question of what motivates Grimes came up, which prompted an unexpected exchange. Uh, Jaguar Bingham had said her daily motivation was to, quote, smash the patriarchy, you know, because she hates modernity and civilization. But the response she got from Grimes uh, shocked everyone all, all over the world. Like for example, for me, like, wake up in the morning, daily motivation, smash the patriarchy, you know. I kind of like the patriarchy. Like, I... <laughs> what do you like about it? I, I like the supply chain, food, Uber, roads, um, civilization, uh, you know, like, there's a lot of good things that came from <laughs> That's generous understatement, isn't it? That's, uh, that's uh, a woman named Grimes who is a songstress and uh, the idiot from BBC, who naturally is a national anchor for BBC, who gets out of bed every morning to, quote, smash the patriarchy, whatever that means. Somebody should ask her what that means. And, and this woman grimes, oh, really, what do you like about it? Well, the supply chain, that's a funny answer. Food, food is good, I like food. Then she throws in Uber. So, you know, but it's true, the patriarchy, you grab your smartphone in your hand, thanks to the patriarchy. Uh, the battery charges, thanks to the patriarchy, although the Chinese are using child slave labor in Africa to get the elements for the batteries. But, you know, liberals are OK with that. They love slavery. They're the party of slavery. And uh, so, you know, the Democrat Party. And so they you pick up your phone and you go dick, dick, dick. And then somebody comes along in a nice car and drives you to where you want to go. Yeah. And when you get there, there will be food because of the supply chain. Then she says civilization. Civilization. She likes civilization. I like civilization, too. I'm in favor of civilization. You know who else is in favor of civilization? The patriarchy. In favor of food? The patriarchy. Electricity? The patriarchy, honestly. Good, edible, safe food. And uh, in case, you know, a Democrat feeds you poison, uh, we've got a great uh, medical system, too, in medical schools and hospitals. And uh, we got helicopters, the patriarchy. Uh, that can rush you to, uh, you know, an emergency room if uh, need be. You're welcome, honestly. You know, CBD is everywhere. They're putting CBD in everything these days. And my friends at Generic CBD have infused their number one best-selling deep-penetrating muscle and joint cream with CBD. And let me tell you, this stuff is amazing. It melts right into your knees, your elbows, your shoulder, your back. And those stiff hands and joints, especially, it goes to work in a matter of seconds. And uh, it's a great moisturizer, too. My best girl told me it's a great moisturizer. Wonderful moisturizer. Listen, the company is called GenericCBD.com. You've heard me talk about them before. They sell premium CBD products for less cash. And right now, you can try their muscle and joint cream absolutely free. It's free. You just pay $2.95 to help with the shipping and handling. But don't worry, it's not a subscription or anything. There are no strings attached. They just want you to try it because they know you're going to love it. You're going to buy it for yourself and for people that you like as gifts. Get your free sample at GenericCBD.com. That's G-E-N-E-R-I-C-C-B-D.com. GenericCBD.com. These products and statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, prevent any disease or illness. Uh, yeah, I the, just love the patriarchy. 
And you know what? Also love biology. You know that whole biological men, biological women? Because the Democrat Party is waging biological warfare against our culture, against our civilization, against the genome project, against science, against the obvious facts. Embrace biology. Reject the Democrat Party. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. All right, let's go to the telephones. I've got President Trump on January 6th. I've got In-N-Out Burger. I've got a lot coming up. Right now, let's go to Ivan calling from Miramar Beach, Florida. Ivan, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris, good morning. It's been a long time. Welcome. Hey, listen, Chris, i got a T-shirt for you as, as election, as election uh, time uh, uh, comes upon us. Six words, Chris. Leave our kids the hell alone. That's, that's a T-shirt for you, Chris. That hey, is listen. a good one. <laughs> hey, listen, Chris, everything you've talked about this morning, Democrat policies are an attack against the God of the Bible, Chris. Democrats who kill babies are going to hell. God says, thou shalt not kill. Genesis 8.22 says, while the earth remaineth cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease. And nothing Democrats can do can change that. The rainbow, Chris, it's a covenant of God who does control the weather, that the earth will never flood, the, uh, that the uh, earth will never flood, you know, with, with rain again. Um, because he can do that. Not Democrats, whose rain, who, their rainbow uh, represents P-E-V-E-R-T-S plus. God, God says male and female, God says male and female created he them, and P-E-V-E-R-T-S plus says a man can have a baby. The idiots are in delusion, Chris. And lastly, the Democrats attack the Jews, who are God's chosen people. That's They're- coming up. I've got that coming up, too, Ivan. And uh, you're right. They attack the Jews on the existence of the state of Israel uh, and the unborn and the helpless. And they're coming for your children. And, and the left is coming for your rights. Also, uh, Mary Jo Kopechny, Donald Trump, in and out Burger, coming up. Ah, yes. Now, I like to keep tabs on the Democrats and remind them of their history because while the New York Times is attacking Ron DeSantis because they don't like the climate of the planet Earth, which makes a lot of sense, and the Chinese put twice as much CO2 into the air as we do, not to mention the other particulate pollutants, which 
China also excels in. But I like to remind, uh, for example, that today is the anniversary of Ted Kennedy killing his staffer, Mary Jo Kopechny, at that bridge in Chappaquiddick, right, in Massachusetts. Gesundheit, uh, Martha's Vineyard, all that stuff. They're having a party, and he's out drinking and whipping up with all the young women that worked for the, you know, this is a... Uh, Joe Biden was just kind of trying to carry on that tradition with Tara Reid, right, because the, the Kennedy family set the standard in many ways. But today is the anniversary. Uh, and in fact, the Wikipedia page on Mary Jo Kopechny uh, puts her date of death at July 18th today or July 19th, 1969, 1969, uh, because it's not clear whether she survived for a period of time, whether it was before midnight or after midnight, uh, because, uh, you know, Ted Kennedy swam away and then uh, went back to the inn in uh, Martha's Vineyard there and stayed in his luxury room and then went to brunch with friends and uh, then a day or two later got a fake neck brace that he walked around with. And, and then long after that, the Democrats said, hey, you know, we should run him for president. Is, you know, when it comes to the war on women... Ted Kennedy is the only one in politics with a confirmed kill. He's got a confirmed... On his limousine, he used to have like a little uh, mud flap lady on the sides of the car. You know, like on war planes in World War II, you'd have a Japanese flag for the plane you shot down or Nazi flag for the Nazi plane you shot down. And uh, Ted Kennedy had a little mud flap lady in recline on the side of his limousine. Because a confirmed kill in the war on women. What if we carried ourselves more like Ted Kennedy? What if we worked to follow his example a little bit harder? Wah, wah, wah. I, uh, I think I, I've told this story here before, but a friend of mine who is a uh, lifelong Republican, Republican family, born a Republican. He was born, he had Brooks Brothers diapers, he, uh, uh, and he has uh, in his home, in his man cave, he has a shrine to Ronald Wilson Reagan, uh, uh, President of the United States, who he had met many times and uh, remains extremely fond, as do I, of President Reagan. And my best girl and I were riding our bicycles around um, uh, Martha's Vineyard, and we found ourselves at that bridge at uh, Chappaquiddick uh, some number of years ago now. And... Um, and we said, hey, this is the bridge at Chappaquiddick. We went to the little convenience store nearby and got an airplane bottle of vodka, a little one-ounce bottle of uh, vodka. And we went back to the bridge, and I uh, sprinkled a bit of the vodka into the water uh, like it was holy water. And then I, I scooped up some sand and a couple of shells and put them in the vodka bottle. And a splint of wood, a splinter of wood from the, from the bridge, which was still there at the time, that Ted Kennedy drove off of, and I put that uh, piece of wood, a large, you know, about the size of your pinky a splinter uh, into the, the airplane-sized uh, vodka bottle. And I made, uh, you know, kind of a Chappaquiddick uh, shrine, the bottle of vodka for the drunk senator and the sand and some of the water from under the bridge and the splinter from the bridge. And uh, when we got back to Washington from Martha's Vineyard, I presented it to my friend. Uh, and I believe he still has it on his, uh, on his shrine down in his uh, man cave because the thing. So Mary Jo Kopechny, uh, 1969, 1969, that was a long time ago now. Uh, <laughs> that's, boy, that's uh, like 50, 
four years ago? Is that uh, 54 years ago? Just doing the math off the top of my head, I think that's right. 54 years ago, uh, Ted Kennedy. I met Ted Kennedy many times, many times. Uh, I had drinks with uh, Ted Kennedy at uh, the Ted Kennedy Christmas party. He used to invite uh, lots of people to the Ted Kennedy Christmas party. I also interviewed him in his office and the, when he was still in the Senate uh, when I was in my previous iteration. Um, and, and, that. and also it should be noted that the day after tomorrow is the 30th anniversary of Clinton White House staffer, Clinton administration White House staffer Vince Foster dying. Fort Marcy Park near the CIA in Virginia on the George Washington Memorial Parkway. And uh, Vince Foster, um, according to reports, uh, killed himself. Now, Hillary Clinton had just given him a major dressing down, a vicious, mean-spirited dressing down in front of the White House staff. Vince Foster worked at uh, the, the Rose Law Firm in Little Rock, Arkansas with Hillary Clinton. And the story was back then that they were carrying on a sexual affair. And then Vince Foster came to Washington to work in the White House when um, Bill Clinton was elected president. He was a White House staffer. And Hillary Clinton, who was not a White House staffer, apparently berated him viciously in front of the entire White House staff. And then uh, hours later, he was found dead in Fort Marcy Park with a single gunshot wound to the head. We came, we saw, he died. <laughs> she finds humor in things that not everyone finds humor in. So uh, the Vince Foster anniversary is day after tomorrow, 30 years, 1993, July 20th, uh, when Vince Foster died uh, in uh, Fort Marcy Park outside of Washington, D.C. There at the, you know, the trail of bodies and the Clinton's wake is, uh, is noteworthy and has been noted repeatedly, I should say. I should say. Uh, and I've got, uh, I've got more news for you as well because there's a lot of news. The news just keeps on happening because it's a crazy world out there. But CBS News has this headline. Trump says, like they don't believe him, Trump says he received a target letter in January 6th special counsel investigation. It's the special counsel investigation and uh, President Trump they're targeting. And uh, did we get that? We got that audio from that podcast, too. The, uh, I don't even know who those, sh- those Schweinhunds are. But um, they're oh say oh yeah if Trump's indicted he'll drop out of the race this is what the left is buying into now here is um, Trump received target letter in January six special counsel investigation from the people at CBS News and there are literally one two three four reporters to write this brief story former President Donald Trump posted on social media Tuesday that's why they needed four reporters that he has received a letter indicating that he is the target of a criminal investigation by a grand jury investigating attempts to interfere with the peaceful transfer of power after the 2020 election. Uh, Now, I mean, again, the Democrats sacked and looted and burned the city of Washington for who knows how many nights, torched the church of the president, of the presidents, forced the evacuation of the president of the United States and the first family from the residents in the White House. And uh, not a single arrest, no charges for that. Multiple sources confirmed to CBS News. They had to check it out with multiple sources because the president posted it on Truth Social, so they couldn't possibly believe that. Multiple sources confirmed to CBS News that the former president's post is accurate. 
he did receive a target letter in the special counsel's investigation into the events surrounding the 2020 presidential election. Now, that's the CBS News. They, they got sources. They confirmed it. The former president said on Truth Social, his social media platform, that the target letter came from special counsel Jack Smith Sunday night. They're working weekends. And Trump was given four days to report to the grand jury. His repeated claims that the special counsel is engaged in a witch hunt and criticized the investigation as a complete uh, and total political weaponization of law enforcement. CBS doesn't see it that way, of course. The special counsel's office has been investigating uh, a, a meeting at the Oval Office on December 18th, 2020, where Trump talked about bringing his attorney, Sidney Powell, as special counsel at the White House and uh, seizing voting machines by an executive order to see if the voting machines had been tampered with. You wouldn't want to see if the voting machines had been tampered with. That, that shouldn't be allowed, right? Because that would ruin everything, wouldn't it? So uh, that is, uh, that is uh, big news today. And uh, you're not allowed to question um, presidential contests unless you're a Democrat, because the Democrats contested every election in the 21st century, the presidential election, every presidential election in the 21st century that the Democrats have lost, they've contested. And in some cases, they continue to contest and claim were stolen. The 2000 election, George uh, W. Bush, they contested down to the last, they had to go to the Supreme Court, and they still say uh, Terry McAuffle, a former governor of the Commonwealth of Virginia and former DNC chairman, says that uh, the 2000 election was still, still he says it was stolen, right? And because, uh, you know, if they lose in the Supreme Court, they just don't accept the verdict of the Supreme Court because they're the left and they don't uh, believe in that, right? And uh, every, every presidential election that they've lost in the 21st century, they have contested and, in many cases, continue to contest. Uh, Stacey Abrams uh, still thinks she's the governor of Georgia because it doesn't matter if she lost. She just says she didn't. And then left-wing crazy people burn police cars and things. Um, but if you're a Republican, you cannot, you cannot uh, contest uh, the election. Hillary Clinton still says that the 2016 election that President Trump won was a stolen election, right? But when you're a Democrat, that's okay. CBS News and the New York Times gives you the give you the seal of approval on that. Uh, if you're a Republican, you raise any questions when there's abundant evidence of irregularities of county officials in the state of Pennsylvania circumventing the state's constitution, which requires that election law. Uh, must be changed by the state legislature and not by county officials. You remember Hillary Clinton on the uh, 2016 election. She She's a sore loser, a terrible, horrible loser. The great thing is that she lost. Wonderful thing. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee. And you can have the election stolen from you. Yeah, woo! Yeah, woo! But that's okay. And you can riot and loot and overturn police cars and uh, torch the church of the presidents and, and attack the Reagan Institute and force the evacuation of the president from the White House residence. And all of that is fine. All of that is fine, isn't it? Yes, it is. So we've got that going for us. Uh, and In-N-Out Burger. You know In-N-Out Burger? Delicious burgers at a 
of fair and reasonable price. In-N-Out Burger bans employees from wearing masks, unless you have a note from a doctor. Not so long ago, because the Democrats had to, had to have a note from a doctor to not wear a mask. Now, if you're an employee at In-N-Out Burger, uh, you got to have a note from your doctor to wear a mask, which is pretty great stuff. So they, they banned the Los Angeles Times, has the story, and In-N-Out Burger uh, ban uh, masks uh, for employees. And um, that is just a great development in the world, I think, because it, it turns the tables, doesn't it, on the, on the whole mask mandate thing. Uh, they've announced that their employees must not wear masks. They say they want the customers to see their smiles and to see their faces. And it's more important to interact, to have human interaction. But if you're a Democrat and you still want to wear a mask because you're going to you know, rob a convenience store later or something like that, then you need to get a note from your doctor. And once you have a note from your doctor, then they'll allow you to wear a mask, conceal your identity, not smile at uh, customers, and be a Democrat which is a lot of fun, I got to say. And, and In-N-Out Burger is a fun place. It's a good, good fun burger place. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And uh, also it is mandatory in states where In-N-Out Burger has, um, has stores. But in uh, California and Oregon, they're still uh, able to wear the mask without a doctor's note because they don't believe in the rule of law. And, you know, my body, my choice. Remember my body, my choice? No, we're mandating masks. We're mandating vaccines. We're mandating booster shots. We're mandating this. We're man- that, you know, Democrats, liberals don't care what you do as long as it's mandatory because they're not liberals. They're the left. But in California and Oregon, uh, you can still wear a mask You because you can do this thing. But uh, my body, my choice. That, that, that's only, that only applies for liberals so-called when they're when it's convenient for them and it advances their own political cause. Are like, hearing now about double masking, wearing two masks or trying to get one of those N95 medical grade masks. Do you believe that that's advisable and makes a difference? You know, it, it, it likely does. Be- We've got, uh, yeah, there's uh, Fauci who said we would never shake hands again. There would never be a day when we would not wear masks on airplanes, on commercial airplanes. Um, and double masks, double masks. Sure. How about double anything else? What else? And I've got uh, Fauci news for you today as well that I have not yet gotten to. And the anti-Semitic uh, Democrats who uh, hate the Jews. They just hate the Jews. I've got breaking news for you too. President Biden's plan to introduce the digital dollar is already underway, already in progress. It's vital to understand the potential consequences of this move by the federal government. Contrary to their phony baloney claims, this initiative is not in your best interest. Time is of the essence, so taking action now is absolutely necessary to protect yourself and your your family's future. You can help protect your savings and your retirement from the risks of the digital dollar by diversifying with gold and silver IRAs. Call the experts at American Alternative Assets today at 888-4-GOLD-20. That's 888-446-5360. 
They'll give you all the guidance you need to safeguard your retirement savings. Say no to Biden's digital dollar. Call and learn today, 888-4-GOLD-20, 888-446-5360. Call them now. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, Vince Foster and Mary Jo Kopechny week. It uh, looks like it's not safe to hang out with Democrats. Am I, am I right about that? Some reason to suggest that that may be true. All right, let's uh, go on to the telephones. We still have the uh, anti-Semitic Democrats. Uh, we have, uh, oh, the conspiracy crazy Democrats on MSDNC and members of Congress. Democrats, they're, they're the party of crazy people. If you're crazy, the Democrat Party wants you. They welcome you. If you're a criminal, they want you. Let's go to uh, the telephones. Let's go to Donna calling from Frederick, Maryland. Donna, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hello, Chris. I just wanted to um, remind people, you know, this time of year is a busy time of year for uh, suspicious death because I started thinking about Seth Rich. And he was murdered July 10th, I believe, in 2016. The interesting part of that is that, you know, they claimed it was a robbery and there was no evidence of that because he still had things on him that should have been stolen. But the more interesting aspect of it was the role that apparently MS-13 had where uh, they supposedly were the perpetrators. And boy, did that get wiped off the airways when that was disclosed. So it's interesting to see who's doing what for whom. And I'll leave the rest to you because you're very much more well-versed on this topic. Well, uh, just to remind people, Seth Rich was a Democrat Party staffer in Washington who was going home to his neighborhood, the uh, Bloomingdale neighborhood in Washington, D.C., uh, not too terribly far from anything. It's not a, not a terribly big city. And he was uh, shot and murdered on the sidewalk. Uh, his watch was not stolen. His wallet was not stolen. His phone was not stolen. He, had things to steal. They didn't steal things. And uh, he was shot and killed and murdered. The uh, The case was never solved. Uh, 2016, July 10th. And uh, nobody knows. Nobody can figure it out. Democrat Party staffer. Nobody knows. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. <laughs> 